0: Experience the mystery of the word, the redemptive power, revelation, and eternity purpose brought to light in your walk with Christ confusions, denominations and problems come from these two sources, doctrines and gifts. If we are frank and honest, we will admit that the more doctrines and gifts we have, the more divisions we have in the church. Every division and denomination is built up on either a certain doctrine or a certain kind of gift. I am standing here to challenge this. My attitude is toward Christ, not toward doctrine. I don't like to talk about doctrine. We simply need to help people to believe Live in Jesus Christ, to personally receive Him as their Savior and the Son of God who was incarnated as a man, died on the cross for our sins and resurrected on the third day. Then we need to help people to love this Christ, to know this Christ, to experience this Christ and to be built up as a church to experience this Christ. As long as we do that, that is wonderful, that is good enough. Let us forget everything else. Let us love Christ. Let us know Christ. Let us experience Christ. Let us enjoy Christ. Let us be built up as a church to experience and express this Christ. Freedom Experience.
1: Experiencing Christ.
0: Experience the mystery of the word, the redemptive power, revelation, and eternity purpose brought to light in your walk with Christ. Freedom Experience Zone Radio. Enjoying music. Enjoying Christ.
1: Freedom Experience. Experience Experiencing Christ. Freedom reigns in this place. Welcome to Freedom Experience Teachings brought to you by Freedom Experience Ministry, Machindye, Kampala, Uganda. These teachings express the triune God in His Word as life to impart, light to shine, grace to enjoy, and truth to realize. And now, let's listen to Pastor Dennis Matovu Freedom Experience Experiencing Christ.
0: Glory to God, glory to God, hallelujah. For another day, we bless the Lord for a wonderful opportunity. He has availed us to see that we are. On Freedom Experience Radio, right away, this is Freedom Streams Program by Dennis Matov, Pastor of Freedom Experience Ministry, Kampala, Uganda. We love you people. Continue to follow us on Facebook, Freedom Experience Ministry. Continue to follow us on our website, www.freedomexperiencezone.com. Also, www.freedomexperienceministry.org then you enjoy you can even check our radio application on uh, in google play store freedom experience Uh, it is called freedom experience zone uh, so that you enjoy the christ uh, with our application so once again this is our, our our episode the 50th episode and in this 50th episode We are coming to this objective experience of Christ in the book of Galatians. In the last four episodes, we are examining this Christ in the book of Colossians. We are digging out all the riches of Christ in that book. Now we have come to see the subjective experience of Christ in the book of Galatians. Let me tell you, we have got to take this Christ so subjective, so personal for our practical enjoyment. There is a Christ that is objective, but we are supposed to Make this objective Christ become the subjective Christ for our enjoyment, for our experience, to take him as everything to us so that we enjoy him. If you don't take him this way, you always mind about this and you say that Christ is in heaven and I'm here on earth and uh, I have the Holy Spirit is with me. But you are not enjoying the, the reality of the triune God living in you. That's why we are taking you into this episode so that you see throughout this series how to enjoy Christ. Christ how to experience Christ in the from the scriptures in your day-to-day life. This time we are in the book of Galatians and we are going to start right away from the first chapter of Galatians from verse 13 to 16 because we are digging out the scriptures that mean a lot of who Christ is to us. The Bible says in Galatians chapter 1 verse 13 to 16 that for ye have heard of my conversation in time past, in the in the Jew Jews religion, how that beyond measure I persecuted the church of God and I wasted it. This is Paul. Verse fourteen says that, and profited in the Jews religion the Jews' religion, above many my equals in mine own nation, being more exceeding the zealous of the traditions of my fathers. This is Paul before he was converted. He was serving the, his fathers, the traditions, and and the Jews. And the Bible says in verse 15, but when it pleased God who separated me from my mother's womb to and called me by this grace are we together he says that to reveal his son in me that i might preach him among the heathen immediately i conferred not with flesh and blood hallelujah this was paul when he he was saved by the grace of god when he was recovered from that tradition and from the region he was brought into christ and God revealed this Christ unto him. And he says that Christ was revealed in me. Then he said, I will not preach any other thing. I will preach this Christ. So in the previous chapter, we, we saw Christ in a, a full way in the book of Colossians. Colossians is a short book, but the the revelation of of Christ in it is so full, so wide, so big. It is a full revelation in a brief way. It it is having four chapters, but they speak volume concerning Christ. It shows Christ in his relationship with God. Colossians shows Christ in his relationship with creation. Colossians shows Christ in his relationship with redemption and even the church as the new creation. And it reveals that he is the reality of all the positive physical material things he is the reality of everything that is positive everything that is physical he is our chair he is our our tree he is our bread he is everything Everything that you know as material things, which are only shadows of Christ, moreover, Christ is life to us, and for today is our life, and tomorrow is our future hallelujah! All these items are very great. Christ is related to God, and Christ is also related to creation, Christ is related to redemption, and Christ is related to the church. You cannot separate Christ from these things, and if they remain uh, uh, Christ like, oh. Uh, and there remain christianity you understand he is the reality of all things and he is subjectively related to the persons the we the people he has created he has saved we have to clearly know all these items and properly keep them in our mind so that we enjoy what christ is to us and who he is to us hallelujah so then we have to apply this christ to ourselves day by day apply christ yourself as your life uh, for today and your hope for the future this is how you are going to uh, benefit from the person of jesus christ in this relationship to god christ is the image christ is the expression of god and all the fullness of the godhead dwells in him he is the mystery He is the history of God. He is the story of God. If you want to know about God and his story, then go for Christ. If you want to know about the history of Christ, of God, then go for Christ. He is the preeminence in God's plan, in the economy, in the dispensation of Christ, uh, of God's plan, and in all things, God has purpose to give us this Christ, the first place, of everything this is the christ that is mentioned in the book of colossians but in in christ's relationship with the creation we saw that he is the firstborn we saw that this christ is the firstborn he is also the first item of all creation this is what we were seeing in the book of uh, colossians and he is all things we were all things were created in him and all things are through him but moreover, you have got to know that all things exist and subsist and they cohere, they cohere in him and uh, at the present time and are for him in the future. Everything you are seeing today, he be- they belong to Christ, they belong to him, they-, they exist in him, they subsist. He upholds all things and these things are for him in the present time, but they are also for him in the future. So in this relationship with the uh, in his relationship with the redemption we saw that Christ is the redeemer. He accomplished redemption. He dealt with many things. He dealt with the sin, he dealt with the self, <coughs> he dealt with the world. <coughs> Excuse me. He dealt with the world. The Bible says that he became our redemption. That's the relationship we have with him as our redeemer. He also dealt with the evil forces. He dusted them and he, he, he shook off from the principities, shook off the principalities and the powers and the dominions in the heavenly places. He nailed them on the cross. All those powerful elements you know were dusted off by Christ through his cross. This is what he did in his redemption. Then when we come to the new creation, which is the church, in this this new creation life, in, this, in the church, Christ is the head. He is the first born from the dead. He is the first in resurrection. Such a Christ is the reality of all the things we need and enjoy in our new creation. We cannot go for any other thing. We are going to pursue this Christ. Whatever we see, whatever we possess, whatever we enjoy, they are supposed to be shadows and Christ the reality of all things. Hallelujah. Such a Christ is our portion. Such a Christ is a portion for us to enjoy, to use. What do you do with the portion? You enjoy the portion. If it is a portion of food, you eat it. If it is your portion of inheritance, you enjoy it, you experience it. So as our portion is our life within for today and is our hope of glory for the future. This is all what we saw in the book of Colossians hallelujah we have seen that we have simply named the items of what christ is in the books of in the book of colossians now we want to proceed to see him adequately still in the book of galatians because we have seen how much christ is to the book in the book of colossians hallelujah we glorify god for that we glorify god for this vision that is in the scriptures let me tell you when you read the bible just Anyhow, you will not see these things. You will not see this Christ. You will not see how big he is. The breadth of Christ, the width of Christ, the length of Christ, the height of Christ is everything that we see in the scripture. Christ being everything in the new man. Hallelujah. He has become everything in the new man. When we see these six points that we have seen in the book of Colossians, This Christ, who is our life and hope, is everything in the new man. The new man is the church. The new man is not you being born again. The new man is the body of Christ. When the Bible talks about the new man, they don't talk about you as an individual because you are born again. No, the Bible talks about the new man being the corporate church. The new man is a corporate man. He's not a single man. He's a corporate man. Like the way Adam was a corporate man. By the time Adam was in, in, in the in the in, in the in the garden of Eden, he was a corporate man, possessing all men, including you and me. We, are, we were in him in the garden of Eden. When Christ became a corporate man, we were all and we are all in this one man, Jesus Christ. So he says that after made the new man to become the church, the body of Christ. So in the new man, there is nothing but Christ. There is no Jews, there is no Greeks, there is no barbarian, there is no uh, free or bond, bound or bonded. We are all one in Christ. There is nothing. There is Christ. When you check the new man, which is the church, you are going to find Christ. So what then, uh, what then, we want to see what then of all the different people in the body, what about those that because the body possesses many people what about the people We, we shall see that they have been put into death and buried and now Christ is in them and he is replacing them in other words although we are so many in the body of Christ we have been put to death and now we are living the life of Christ Christ is in us that's why Galatians says that I have crucified with Christ I no longer live Christ lives in me. The life that I live now, I live it by the faith of Jesus Christ. This is how we, we have this is what we have become. This is what we have become. Though we are many, we have become one because we are possessing one life, and this is the life of Christ. We have become one because we are possessing one body and this is the body of Christ. Hallelujah for that. We have been buried. We have died. We have buried. We have been buried. And now Christ is in us. He has replaced the many people and we are all one in Christ. And in the church, every item must be Christ. In the new man, there is no Greek. In the new man there is no Jew In the new man there is no barbarian There is no Scythian There is no slave, there is no free man But Christ is all And in all That's what the Bible says All the old creation has been put to death And buried Including the old you Now what we are seeing We are seeing Christ in you Who is supposed to be your life for enjoyment today And your life supply And Christ in you is supposed to be your future tomorrow So we are going to continue to experience this Christ being our incorporated, being incorporated with him. We being incorporated in this Christ. That means that when we came to Christ, we were incorporated. When we use that word incorporation, it means a lot to us. Christ has been put into us and we have also been put into Christ. That is what we mean by the word incorporated. We have been incorporated in him. That's what it means to experience Christ. If you want to experience Christ, you have got to know that you have been incorporated with him, you have been put in him, and he has been put in you. In the book of Colossians, as in any other books, there there is a, a, a little word, in. You'll find several uh, statements representing, rather, um, with the word in, <clears throat> in, in Christ, in him, in him, in Christ, in him, you are going to find them verse 27 of Colossians says that Christ in you the hope of glory when we come to Colossians chapter 2 verse 10 we also have the phrase in him you see you have been we are complete in him we have been made complete in him you will find that you have been made full in him, complete in him this shows that not only is Christ in us but we are also in him you see the difference? Christ is not only in us, He is more so, it is more so that we are also in Him. Hallelujah. When we see verse 7, it says that having been rooted and being built up in Him. Colossians 2:7. We are doing some recap and uh, as we are joining the, the, the we are going in the book of Galatians. There are some things that we have got to emphasize from the book of Colossians. <coughs> so we see that having been rooted and being built up in him. He is in us and we are in him. This is what it means to experience Christ by being incorporated with him. He is in us and we are also in him. He is living in us. We are also, we must also walk in him. Eventually, we have got to find out who is in whom. <laughs> Hallelujah. We are going to find out who is in whom. Is God in us, all us in Christ? Is Christ in us, all us in Christ? Who is in whom? In this way, we are identified with Christ. We may use the term incorporated. When we use the word incorporated, that means we are inseparable. We have made one. We have joined with this one, this one Christ. This is a spiritual and heavenly incorporation. This is what the Lord has done when he resurrected from the dead. We were included in him. We are incorporated in him. To be incorporated with someone is to be entirely related to him. Hallelujah. By incorporating with us, Christ has become us. He's sharing all our responsibility. When God decided to incorporate us with Christ and to put Christ in us, putting us in Christ and putting Christ in us. He incorporated us into Christ and Christ became us. He's sharing our responsibilities. Christ is sharing all our weaknesses and Christ is sharing all things that we are. If someone is in a debt, for example, if someone is in a debt and you incorporate yourself with that person who is in a debt, then it means that you have to bear his debts. You understand? If Christ was a rich man, a rich man, a rich partner, that wanted to incorporate with you, all me, who are poor and indebted, then that means that the incorporation made Christ to share and to bear my debts. And the incorporation made me to enjoy the wealth of this rich man. So you may be a millionaire and I may be a poor person with my many debts, If you incorporate with me and begin business with me, we enter into an incorporation, then legally and judicially, you will bear my debts. But at the same time, I will be possessing your wealth. Hallelujah. Mine is the debt and yours is the wealth. When you join with me, then what is mine is yours and what is yours is mine. This is what Jesus has done when he joined with us he has taken our infirmities and given us his strength he has taken our poverty and become our wealth he has become our wisdom he has taken our foolishness our ignorance this is why christ needed to bear our sins christ needed to bear our sins because he is incorporated with us the moment he joined himself with us, he found that we are carrying a sin. He bare, he bore our sins to the cross and we, we we received his righteousness. Glory to God for that. Glory to God for that. People are wondering, why did Jesus have had to carry the, sin, the sins of the many people in the world? It is because he wanted to incorporate with us. He entered into a business with us. He wanted to save the, the lost. And once he entered into that incorporation of saving the lost man, he had to exchange our sins for uh, we had to exchange to exchange our sins for his righteousness. This is why Christ needed to bear our sins. That's why we say that we are righteous. People are wondering when you say that you are righteous. They say you nobody is righteous. Nobody is righteous. Let me tell you. We are righteous why? Because there was a divine exchange. God took our sin, nailed it on the cross. He overcame it and he gave us his righteous his righteousness. So This is not merely an exchange. It is a key item of today's Christian theology. Let me tell you, the key item to today's Christian theology is that christ and we have an exchange if you have that in your mind today that you and christ you have an exchange you cease to cry you cease to live in sorrow because the man christ has bore your sorrows he has bore your infirmities he took them on the cross you are no longer a person who is sorrowful you are supposed to live in joy our experience however is is not a matter of exchange, but it's a matter of incorporation. It's not that we just exchange. There was an incorporation. Whatever you are today, Christ is. You can choose to live his life or you can choose to live your life of failure. But he has done something concerning your life. You understand? It is a matter of choice. You are in church, you are born again, but you are still living a fading a life, a, a, a mediocre life, a, 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 f- a fearful life, a life of uh, lowliness. Whereas at the same time, there is a higher life in Christ. It's just a matter of switching with knowledge, switching with your revelation that you have received in Christ. And you say, so as He is, I am. Hallelujah christ incorporates incorporates us with 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 himself so he becomes one with us and even becomes us i want you to believe that christ has become you he is identified with your weakness he is identified with your failures and he's taking them for his strength he's taking your weakness for his strength at the same time we are one with christ And we are even become Christ. We are also Christ. That's why Paul says in Galatians, I have been crucified. The life I now live is not mine. Whatever Christ is, whatever Christ has, is ours. Miracles are ours. Gifts are ours. Life is ours. The heaven is ours. The throne is ours. Inheritance is ours. The world is ours because we are in incorporated with this one rich man Jesus Christ he is in us and we are in him because he is in us he bears all our responsibilities and because we are in him we have the ground the privilege and the right to enjoy what he is and what he has glory to God we are rich we are prosperous we are possessing everything that belongs to Christ this means that we are one with Christ and Christ is one with us. Glory to God for that. Glory to God for that. In Christ we have been buried. The Bible says we have been buried. We have been buried in this Christ. We have been buried. No longer we exist, but Christ is living in us. Hallelujah. We have been buried in chapter 2 verse 12 we have been buried we are no longer uh, alive in the, in the in the other old life no we have been buried and we have become something new someone may be dead but still be present a person might be de- ma- ca- can be dead yet is present how to be buried is is the finality of a person praise the lord this is what I mean. When someone uh, is dead, then you cannot be present. But you realize that some people are dead yet they are still present. Why? Because they resurrect the other old life and live it in the new life, which is to resurrect, which is very impossible according to the reality of Christ. Someone if someone is dead, then he cannot be present. To be buried is the finality. You are gone. Everything has ended. We have been rooted in him, and now we are being built up in him. Because not only are we buried with him, but we are also raised, resurrected with him. Now, he is our living within within us and our life for the present time as our hope for the future. Therefore, Christ is everything to us. He is everything to us. We are living his life. I don't know why today's Christians miss, they they miss this mark. People today pay attention to many other things such as election. Those are doctrines. Predestination. Those are good doctrines. The rapture. It is good. Yet we have neglected to enjoy Christ in our day-to-day life. You understand? To take him as our life. We neglect the simple and important and obvious matters. We have neglected the life of Christ in us. People are not living out Christ. Yet he is their life. But we are teaching these doctrines. Yes, it is good to know about them. But these are doctrines. The reality is in Christ. Let us enjoy this man as we are teaching rapture. Let us enjoy this Christ as we are teaching predestination. Let us enjoy this one as we are teaching election. These are all doctrines. Hallelujah. So, I want us from today to begin to have a strong feeling and a deeper sureness <clears throat> that in these last days you are determined to enjoy Christ. We are recovering these matters. We are recovering the life of Christ so that we experience Him and enjoy Him in our day to day. In the end times, all other images are just the wrapper. When you you go in the in the um, when you go in the department store or a supermarket. Uh, you you buy uh, all a jewel store, you buy uh, a, a beautiful gift uh, and uh, when you buy a beautiful gift you tell them to wrap it for you. they are going to wrap it for you with a good wrapping paper but this wrapping paper is not the gift you have bought it's just a shell covering that which you have bought. It's just wrapping up covering that which you have bought. Are you with me now? We poor Christians, we are so much taken by the wrappings. All the doctrines are wrapping papers. They are wrapping up Christ as the gift that is within the wrapping paper. For example, you can see Mary, the mother of Jesus, to some religion is taken as someone important, but Mary was a wrapping paper. The gift was Jesus Christ. You cannot go away with the wrapping paper and you you throw away the gift. For example, you see an envelope. The envelope is so beautiful, and every word is written on that is written on, and the way they covered it, they sealed it, it appears to be of importance. But when it is received by the person where it's supposed to go, the person just tears the envelope without even caring its beauty and what word, the words written on and how they sealed it because he's after the letter and what that which is in the envelope. So we have got to appreciate the Christ that is in the wrapping paper. For your information, the 66 books of the Bible are just the wrapping paper. Christ himself is the precious content in the 66 books. When you read Genesis to Revelation, all those books are wrapping paper. But in each book, when you open that wrapping paper, when you open Genesis, you see Christ as the precious content. When you open Exodus, you see Christ as the precious content. In these days, we must see the very Christ revealed in the short books of Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, and Colossians. But at the same time, we have got to see this Christ in the books from Genesis to Revelation. And the future, the Lord will give us the time. And we go and see this as our enjoyment. Wherever you shall be, wherever you shall go to minister, you will be presenting this truth. Hallelujah. But we see that all other things in the Bible, from Genesis to Revelation, the 66 books, are just wrapping paper. Christ is the precious content in every book. That's why we see this in the book of Colossians. And we must always remember these eight points in the book of Colossians. Seven of them are related to Christ, and one is related to our experience of christ and that is christ is in us and we are in him that's where experience of christ comes from god bless you this is pastor dennis Matov of other from kampala uganda continue enjoying freedom experience streams you are going to see the reality in the word of god we are going to come back with the next episode in this teaching be blessed
1: more information or get more of these messages or donate to our ministry, contact us on our Facebook page Freedom Experience Ministry or visit our website on www.freedomexperiencezone.com or you can call us directly on class 256 Thank you.